Welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast. All topics talked about on this podcast are solely of our opinion and for entertainment purposes. My name is Patrick. Hi, I'm Adam. And how How geeky geeky do you you want want us to get? get? Welcome to episode four, where we're going to talk about ethical dispatching of pests. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I have to admit, I did just open a jar of hot sauce, so... If you're going to name a hot sauce PK and make it stand for people killer, just make sure that, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little warm. Yeah, so so you're saying you're on the hot seat right now? I'm, I'm on the hot seat. Yep. <laughs> I've, I've got the double burn going on. <laughs> oh, boy. And, TMI. Sorry TMI. about that. That's and okay. That's okay. how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It was a crazy week. Um, got, you know, dealing with winter. I can't wait till spring. Uh, well, but yet I still live in Ohio, so... <laughs> Go figure. Well, we're looking at the end of February, so it's not going to be as bad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's get down into it. This is something that uh, we both do a lot of. We do a lot of pesting. Um, And we're going to start with calibers. Well, and you actually have a pest control business, right? I do. I do. So did you ever or do you still use 177 for pest control? Um, I, I did in the very beginning. Um, and I guess you could say I still have a 177, but I rarely ever use it. I've actually primarily, I'd say about 98% of the time used 22 just because of the power. So then what can you do with a 177? Well, you could, you could still do a lot of stuff. I mean, Europe, they're primarily 177 sub 12 foot pound and they're taking rabbits, uh, birds, rats, um, things like that. Uh, squirrels, primarily headshots, um, to be ethical about it. Otherwise, you know, they can run off. But uh, yeah. Okay, so to be ethical about it. So how big of a target are we actually talking about? Oh, what's a, what's a squirrel head at 20 yards? Uh, about a three-quarter inch circle. So that's what, like the size of a dime then? About the size of a dime is your goal, but overall... I would say if you could get four out of five shots in a in a about an inch group at twenty yards, the most, I'm okay. Well, now wait, but what if I want to stretch it out? Like, how far can I really go with that? Well, that has to deal with power. So if you're sub twelve foot pound, you're limited. I wouldn't go above twenty twenty five yards. If you're over that, like with the American guns. Uh, where they're hitting 15 to 25 foot-pounds, you could push it out, but it's all about can you still put four to five shots in a three-quarter-inch group? That would be the ethical side. So you're saying accuracy is king in this case? It is king. It's It's actually the golden rule as far as being ethical. I mean, you can do unethical shots all day long of wound animals, and that's just, that's inhumane, and that's, it's rude it's it's just bad and a lot of hunters or even pest people don't that's that's not a good thing like like just as an example i got a call at work actually this might have been you guy calls once an air gun so that he can just shoot cats and let them die off somewhere i mean seriously you know and and i and i think you said you're like we didn't sell him a gun wasn't ethical that's you know that's not 
even ferals, it's not, it's not the animal's fault of where it was at, so it doesn't deserve to suffer. Correct. And that was kind of what I told the person. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if you're confident you can make the shot and the animal's not going to suffer very much or at all, go ahead. Otherwise, I'm not game for that. I think that's uh, that's unethical. It's it's inhumane and just wrong. So you said at this point in time you're using what ninety five ninety eight percent of the time you're using a twenty two twenty two. Yep. Okay. So why did you go up to the bigger caliber? Well, more energy downrange, okay. um, better accuracy. I have. Uh, a really good choice of different types of pellets depending on what I'm doing. Um, but mostly it's, I can hit my target all, pretty much five out of five is where I've gone to. Um, but statistically, I guess we could say four out of five. I'm, it's guaranteed. Uh, I could reach out farther and there's more energy on target out farther. Now, are you still going, when you're using the 22, are you still going for headshots? Yes. Okay. Uh, my goal is always a headshot. Uh, if it's, uh, let's say I'm doing birds. So let's say a pigeon in a barn. I don't eat the pigeons, but if they're just eating grain, so this is a thought that's going on in my head, I'll try not to shoot them through the breast meat. Um, but you can do a breast shot is the best way. You really don't want to do wings cause then it can ricochet and you can wound them and then you got to go find them. Uh, headshots are, are really good, but you're dealing with a pigeon head and a pigeon's spine, and that's that's a that's a dime. That's... And you're generally fifty to I've I've seen you know people shoot pigeons. My God, like uh, what is that? Sixty eight whiskey, Keith and Norm popping pigeons at like two three hundred yards, and a lot of them are headshots. You know, it's it's crazy, but uh, you know, the other times it's it's a it's a good breast or body shot and. Off they go. They they fly off and die. Now going to a twenty two, can you? So it's got more energy, which means it'll carry it down range further. Does that open up, or is it still the same thing where you're just going for squirrels, rabbits, pigeons, small pest birds, large, medium sized pest birds? Or does getting a twenty two open up? Like, what are you able to take with it that you couldn't take with the one seven seven besides distance? Well, that's a good question, and that's that's a simply complicated question, also. Because it depends on the gun you have. So if your gun can only produce, uh, let's say it's an Air Arms S510XS, you're shooting pellets. The highest you really want to go with that in grain is like an 18 grain. Um, you can, this depends on distance now. So let's say it's a raccoon. Okay. One of the hardest animals to kill with a headshot because they got that sloped skull. If you're within maximum 50 yards, I'd prefer to be 30 to 40. Okay. Um, and we're saying they're in a tree or, or that you could do a good follow-up shot, and it's a headshot only. Okay. Uh, you can get away with that. If you have a crown, a Dreamline, any of the FX products where you can crank it up and you're getting 30, 40, 50 foot-pounds, out of the barrel, at the end of the barrel, then that's I I'm a lot more confident on that, in and doing it. Um, personally, done it many times, and by the time they hit the ground, they're they're gone. 
they've already been dispatched and it's just nerves. Sweet. So it's just nerves. What do you mean by that? For those that haven't ever, you know, done this before, witnessed it. Yes. So there is actually a great video that Ted Holdover did with a doctor. So what I mean by that is just nerves is so you've probably seen videos where they've shot him in the head and the animal, let's say it's a squirrel, you see a lot of that and they're jumping all over the place. That animal is is dead. They have no brain. It's gone. That's just nerves firing. They're not feeling anything. It's just the final, you know, firing of the nerves and then they just stop. Okay. Now, do you ever use a 25 caliber for pest control? I have. Yes. Yeah. And so does what does that open up for? I mean, obviously, a little bit more energy downrange, maybe reach out a bit further when using pellets. We're comparing pellets to pellets. Correct. So does that open up any additional game or pests? Uh, it, it does. Um, you definitely have a more, uh, an easier time ethically taking out a raccoon with a 25 because it is a bigger projectile. You do have to be aware of trajectory now because a 22 shoots a lot straighter. So getting between the branches and whatnot um, can be a little more difficult with a 25, but it does smack harder. Um, if you're just pesting and you don't care about meat, so let's say you shot a squirrel with a 25, you're going to destroy a lot of the, the meat that you'd want if you did anything but a headshot. Um, with that also being said, you can up it to, uh, again, depends on the foot pounds of energy coming out of the end of the barrel. You can go up to coyotes, you know, it's, now, well, that's kind of a hot topic. There's a lot of questions about that. So you can go up to coyotes. Are you doing body shots now or still headshots? Oh, strictly headshots, try and get in between the eyes in the ear to where they drop right there and max range with that. I would say no more than 50, 60 yards. Okay, so fairly close. Yeah, fairly okay. close. So, um, I mean, you can, down in Florida, they're shooting the iguanas with the 25s and the 22s. Uh, oh, yeah, but that's basically a dinosaur. Come it is on. a dinosaur, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I've seen beaver okay. taken with 25 and 22. Um, I've seen a lot of 22. Um, like if you were to watch, uh, air arms hunting essay with Matt Dubber, um, along with air hunters, uh, they only have 22. So if you really want to see the capability of 22, now you got to make sure you're watching the episodes where they're using pellets because they also use slugs over there to get, you know, uh, more, more accuracy and the BC's higher, and more power downrange. So make sure that when they're shooting that they're using the pellets for this discussion. So going to that real quick. I mean, I know we've talked about slugs before. And it's obviously slugs, a lot of people think, are going to be the future of air gunning. Right, wrong. I, and I think it can be, honestly. So with a slug, it just carries the energy further. We've already discussed that. Mm -hmm. So basically, as long as you can still hit your target, which we're still talking about about an inch in size... Yeah. And through all this? Inch, yeah. So able to hit an inch at whatever distance, as long as you do it four out of five times, it's still ethical and humane. You just stretched out the range then? Correct. Okay. Correct. Correct. And if you can get them closer, then that's just more energy on target. Okay. So um, have I used anything else like 25? 
you know, it just depends on if I got it. And I see like a muskrat, sure. A beaver, definitely. A coyote, yeah. Fox, 22 or 25. Again, about shot placement. Um, rabbits, well, you look at a rabbit wrong and they'll die. But <laughs> but yeah, you could use it on a rabbit. Um, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you know, jump up to 30 cal. Well, before you go to the 30 cal, you have one question. So we're talking about 25. Mm-hmm. Now, we were talking about headshots on small birds and small pests. And you've already talked about shooting a squirrel in the body with a 25 ruins the meat. So if you go to a bigger caliber in this case, does that open up your shot placement on, like, starlings, sparrows, pest animals? Can you do body shots at that point instead of just doing headshots? Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going from 177 to 22. Okay. 22, definitely, because you got more energy. Hitting them. And then, of course, 25, definitely. Um, would I take a coyote in the chest? No. Okay. No, no. Still headshot. Okay. That doesn't change. When you get to the bigger animals like raccoon, fox, coyote, koi wolf in some areas like we have up here, um, headshots. It's in my opinion. Yeah, down the range, you know, they'll run off, they'll die. But again, we're getting into the inhumane and unethical in my book. And, you know, now you got to go chase them, make sure that it's finished, and you don't want them suffering. It's all about them not suffering. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's the whole point of being ethical and humane. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Now, have you done any work with a 30 cal? I have played with the 30. Okay. I've shot a couple things. Um, but the, the, the jobs that I've done with my business, I have not needed them because the, the trajectory is, it's too arched for the environments that I've been in now. If now, if out of curiosity, mm-hmm. if you had a tool that let you know the range is better, like a rangefinder, would you make more use of a 30 cal? Well, a rangefinder is important with any type of shots. A lot okay. of my shots, I already know the distances because there's either pre-measurements or I've already ranged it. Um, when you're dealing with the 30, it's more of the power it has behind it. You don't want to be in a barn popping pigeons with a 30 cal because now you got to put a new roof on the on the farmer's barn or you hit a cow or a horse or a person because it's overkill now. You know, if you know you're going to be out, you got a good backstop or there's nothing going to be there and you're going for coyotes and it's in the open or koi wolves or foxes or whatever. Yeah, fine. 30, 30 is fine. Okay. You know, um, that's but I'm as far as what I've done. That's why I choose what I choose. Now, I do have friends and there are other people that have different vermin to deal with and of course you want the best for you know to again ethically take them out so okay so have you done anything with a 30 cal so actually i do um i do have a high power 30 cal it puts out nearly 90 foot pounds of energy so with a 50 grain jsp pellet and i've actually used it for body shots with raccoons and coyotes but they were all 50 yards and closer Mm -hmm. so it was tight close i had good backstop 
in either well it's been on more than one raccoon only one coyote I didn't have pass-through, but I wasn't using a slug. I was using a pellet, and I actually expected to get pass-through, and I was surprised I didn't. So I did manage to do a good vital shot on both. The animal was surprised. I waited and took the shot I needed. But it's still, you got to figure the heart on a raccoon, the heart on a coyote. Well, on a raccoon, it's only a little bit bigger than an inch. Coyote's only about two, two and a half inches. So you have a very small window, particularly with the way the coyote's shaped. You've got a real small window and a really strange angle to try to get to the heart and it's a heart shot that's the goal it's not double lung punch it's you have to go for the heart so yes i have used a 30 cal and it i thoroughly enjoy what it's capable of because it does open up in my mind a little bit more of a window if i have a chance for a headshot i'll take it and i've used headshots on raccoons and it's just the same as doing a 25 or a 22 in the right conditions same thing with the coyote. I've done a headshot with a 30 cal on a coyote. I've done a headshot with a 25 cal on a coyote. And it's just making sure you have the right conditions, you get them to the right range, and you know where to put it, and you can do it. Yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree with all of that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I will say a, a funny story. Uh, if you're ever shooting skunks, don't shoot them in the head. Just don't. Unless you want them to spray. Uh, but that's a that's a heart lung shot, so right behind the front leg, and then they'll walk maybe five to ten feet, um, but definitely twenty two, fifteen foot pounds of energy or higher, um, and and go at it that way because it's the the exception there is you don't want them to spray. Now it's a ninety eight percent of the time they don't spray, but. When they do, it stinks, of course. But if you hit them in the head, 100% of the time, full dump of Mr. Stink. And it, it's bad. I've, I've, it's, it's absolutely horrible. So one thing to add to that, when you go to clean it up, be very careful when you use your shovel that you don't squeeze it. Because if you manage to squeeze it, it might not have dumped. But man, if you accidentally squeeze it at all, that little squirt, it's just going to leak. Oh, it's so bad. Valid point. Valid point. Valid point. I generally don't use a shovel. I grab a pair of rubber gloves, and I ever so gently grab them little feet, and ever so gently put them in a plastic bag, and carefully dispose of them. I might have to switch that technique, because I can tell you the shovel technique putting a plastic bag in a five-gallon bucket and then kind of picking them up and, like, sliding them in. Yeah. yeah, it works for me about half the time. Yeah, and don't stick the garbage bag in your garbage can until it's time because uh, then the garbage can will smell. But, uh, but yeah. Um, all right, so the next big caliber that everyone likes to talk about that we get tons of questions at at work Especially when FX came out with that 35 cal, is oh I can go deer hunting, I can I can do this and and I think the craziest one is I could take a bear and I'm like, no, no, no. But the 35 cal is capable of taking you know medium sized pig or with good shot placement. Which at these points we are now going to the big bore. We are talking about heart and lung shots. Mm-hmm. So we're getting away from headshots now and going for more of a vital shot. So we're taking in that powder burner perspective where 
yes, I know there's people that probably are out there taking headshots on deer, on pigs. That's their choice. But at this point, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but at this point, we now have a more humane option with a larger diameter to actually take in more energy to take more of a vital shot. So if you have to take vital shot on a coyote, a 357 that's 150 plus foot pounds of energy, yes. Those small Florida deer, which I've been down to Florida and I've hunted deer there, and I have killed coyote in Ohio bigger than the deer in Florida. Sorry, the people in Florida that are hearing this and getting upset. My personal experience. But you're still looking at 100, 150, 200 foot-pounds of energy capabilities. And there are guns out there that can do it. There's also ones that can't. So just have to be careful and look for what the gun that fits your need. And also at this point, realize there is a good chance you're going to have penetration and pass-through. So you really need to know what's beyond your target. And at this point, we are still looking at 50-yard and closer shots. We're not reaching out 100 yards of the 357 yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, I, I mean, I've personally never used 35. I don't plan on it. I'm not a big bore air gunner. So that's 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 me. All right. So the, the big 45, the, the, the Air Force techs and... Uh, you have all types of other manufacturers that make the 45. The Hudson Bully, the pile driver. So now you're getting into the guns. You've got 45 caliber. Sorry. Um, So you've got the 45 caliber. So now you've got something that is nearly half inch in diameter, capable of three, four, five, six, in some of these cases, 700 foot-pounds of energy. But yes, you are now looking at, you know, white tail, black tail. You're looking at, you know, in controlled situations, using them on bear because you do have that energy. That's a lot of energy to be able to dump into an animal. Still having pass through, still keeping your shots 75 yards and closer, you are going to have that cannonball trajectory, that archery trajectory. So don't think of these as a high powered rifle. This isn't a 45 caliber powder burning rifle. This is a 45 cal- caliber crossbow, 45 caliber compound bow. Those are the trajectories. Those are the distances that you're able to look at to humanely take an animal. And you're still at vital shots. Yeah, I'd agree. It's archery mindset with with uh, most of the calibers. Uh, 22 and 25 are pretty pretty flat, depending on the power behind the gun. You know, I agree. Um, the big 50 cal. So we're looking, you mean the 800 foot-pound guns? Yeah, the 800 foot-pound guns, yeah. The ones that have been used to take buffalo over in Africa. Yeah. Those are like quack and bush. Actually, what was I say? Didn't um wasn't, wasn't a, that the Sumatra? I was gonna say wasn't it the Sumatra I that did I just that? Saw that? I just saw that video. Yeah. Yeah, the Sumatra. That's a cannon too. The double uh, air tube five hundred CC gun. Yeah. yeah. Big gun. But yes, that is something that you can now get into the well, I would definitely call that dangerous game because you're looking at animals that are weighing in at tons that you look at them wrong, you could end up on the other side of the ground. But we're still at, you know, body shots, humane, well, vital shots, humane, waiting, taking your time, and you're keeping the distances close. We're still at 50, 75 yards. Uh-huh. I mean, because now we're looking at literally a cannonball trajectory that's not flat. You're shooting a 300, 400, or 500 gram projectile, 800 foot pounds of energy. You're still only looking at a couple hundred 
well, a few hundred feet per second velocity. So you are going to have one heck of a trajectory. 25 yards zero, you're now looking at, you know, almost 30 or 40 inches of drop at 100 yards, which, well, for a lot of these animals, that's from, you know, stem to stern, you know, well, belly to back. Yeah. And that's, you could easily miss. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Again, never done the 50 cal with the hunting, and I see no point in it personally. Oh, if Ohio ever legalizes big game air gun hunting, I will absolutely get a big board just to be able to say, I have taken a game, a deer, with anything you are legally allowed to use in the state of Ohio. And we should actually, I know this is at the end, we should point out, make sure it is legal to use air guns for what you're going for. Yeah. Just because the gun's capable of it, if it's not legal in your area, then it's still an illegal act. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check out your your uh, state and local laws. Uh, quick story in there. I had a, I had a gentleman bought... 50 cal Texan whole shebang. And I said, Hey, did you check the laws in Colorado? He's like, No. So he called back the next day. Thousand pound, thousand foot pounds of energy required minimum. So because I asked that question, technically saved him thousands of dollars. And he had to refigure out his hunt and what he's going to use and go at it that way. It was very interesting. So when you get into like the 35s, I think they even have 30 now. So 30 to 50. There's arrows now. There are arrows. And when you're looking at it, so we're going from a foot-pounds of energy, energy transference to a cutting um, mentality, which is now we're in the true archery mentality, which a lot of your bows are not hundreds of foot-pounds of energy. They're 100, 200, you're Unless you're, some of your most powerful crossbows are only a little bit more than 250 foot-pounds of energy. But because you have two inches of cutting surface, three inches of cutting surface in these razor blades, broadheads, mm-hmm. that you do more vital damage. You're not worried about hydrostatic shock, which you don't really get with air guns because of the lower velocities. You do have you know, an impact swell, which is... um, I apologize if someone would like to correct me, let me know. I'd love to hear what the actual term is for that concussive force from the first initial impact with a projectile, you don't get that as much with a arrow, with a broadhead, but you're getting more cutting surface. You're cutting and doing more damage as it passes through. Because that's the point, is to cut as much veins, arteries, doing as much tissue damage through cutting or laceration than you are with impact trauma. Very true. Very true. All right. Well... I highly suggest um, in checking out airgun101.com. It's the quickest way to find 68 Whiskey that we talked about, Air Hunters, and Air Arms Hunting SA. There's also a whole bunch of other other reviewers on there. Um, and again, uh, glad you took some time out of your day to listen to us chat and spread some knowledge uh we're always open for uh knowledge ourselves so if you got any comments concerns uh or topics that you'd like us to bring up feel free to email us at airgungeeks at gmail.com also we'll be having a facebook page up uh 
and go ahead and hunt that down and, and uh, go through the questions, of course. And we'd love to have you. And also, if you want to donate or help support Airgun Geeks, uh, you could check out our Patreon link. So with that, have a good evening, stay safe, and shoot straight.